You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Episode 181? 80. 180. 180, James. Four years strong. May the fours be with you. I'm Brock. This is, as I said, James. Hi! Oh, wait. (laughs) My Alexa's glowing behind me. Alexa, notification. I got the ring will drive me crazy. One new notification from Amazon Shopping. Thai red curry paste has arrived. Oh, Thai red. Nice. Aaron was like, order it for me. So I ordered her a four pack. I love when you get those notifications. Uh, I think it's really great, especially when you're sitting beside it. Uh, usually I come home and it's already doing it, right? Yeah. But I love when you don't want to listen to it, like read out what you got. Like, yeah. You're like, I'm going to keep her secret from Alexa, but I, so she can't read it. He's like, delete notification. And then the answer is, do you, do you say delete notification? No, she says it like this. Delete notifications, right? And you're like, Yes. <laughs> Rebel right. Scum Podcast, four years strong. James, hello. Hi, four years. Nice shirt. Thanks. It's from T Public. Hit up T Public with our cool new code. Uh, yeah, until Rebel su- until fourth. S- yeah, Rebel Fourth. It's the number four T H. Yeah. Until when? Sunday, what day is Sunday? Sunday, Sunday August the 9th? 9th at midnight. At midnight. Check it out. I, I don't I was trying to figure it out because they have a sale on if you buy a bunch of stickers or a bunch of masks. And when I, I was trying to get it to see if I can do both codes. <laughs> or like I think if you buy a certain amount, they drop 25% off masks and stickers. But I was trying to see if the code would work when my phone goes super slow. So check it out. If you don't use that, just whatever. If you're in America, it's great. Canada, we keep getting kind of slammed with the shipping. But what you got to do? Thank you to T Public for supporting us and these and, epic shirts. And, ma- and you get masks. And, you, and, and masks. And, uh, but, I mean, it's not T Public's fault with the shipping in Canada. It's Canada Post is. Uh, yeah, They're like, right. pandemic, Sorry. let's That's stop work. Amazon is like, you want your yeah. product? You're going to get it in 14 minutes. Yeah, Canada exactly. Post is like, it's in Mississauga, guys. It's been but there just, for six weeks. I think I said last week, or no, on the live stream, I, uh, I just gotten my shirts, yeah. my X-Men shirts, quality, quality stuff. And we designed this, and it's still quality. So check it out. Get one of your shirts. Send us a pic of you wearing your yeah, cool shirts. People have. It's great. Um, and, you, yeah, we do masks. I know some um, – my personal page won't let me do masks. So, guess I won't be getting my gizmo duck mask. <laughs> <laughs> but you can use the the Rebel Fourth promo code on, yeah. on our store. But you can also use it anywhere on on the T Public site. You can buy whatever you want. Uh, but Rebel Fourth celebrate our four years of podcasting with a T shirt from T Public for seventy percent of the cost. So today, because it's our fourth anniversary, or was our fourth anniversary. We're in the the four the four year club now. Uh, we're gonna talk Big a lot a little, a little bit about what 
like what it was like four years ago, what's happened with Star Wars. But let's talk about something that's relatively new in the world. James's favorite, TikTok. James, how much do you TikTok? I've done a TikTok. I've done one TikTok video. Aaron, one. Aaron peer pressured me into doing it. We did. Uh, oh, it was like the beginning of uh, of COVID, obviously. And there was this TikTok that like Kevin Hart did. I'm mm. sure he's like, and like all these, like, I think like three other uh, minor celebrities did it. And then you have like a big head and then you lip, uh, you yeah. lip sing something. And Aaron forced me to do it. Uh, so I did TikTok once and then she was like, we should do it again. I'm like, I, I don't fully comprehend <laughs> the point of this TikTok thing. And I walked away and I've never looked back. It's it's Vine. <laughs> That's what it is. It's Vine. I remember Vine. No, I had a better handle on Vine. I felt like Vine was easier to... Cause either, or I, I was think, younger. Maybe I'm just old and I don't know how to do things anymore. I think TikTok just... Uh, I think the one thing that makes it popular is the dance things they do. Which I feel like is out of like Fortnite as well. But anyways, we're talking about Star Wars. James, you said you might have heard about this. But oh, a TikToker... I don't know what his name is. Who cares? Because I don't agree with any of this. <laughs> he put out a TikTok last week or early, or like a couple days ago, and it, it's gone viral. And it's uh, it's pitching new titles for the Skywalker saga. And by that, it's not actual new titles. It's just saying, well, this one should have been called this, and that one should have been called this. So I'll read them out to you. Uh, I I've watched it. It's kind of annoying, but whatever. Episode one. Nope. Should be called Rise of Skywalker. Nope. Okay? Okay. I'm just looking at a list here, but it's missing episode two. Let me just open the thing. <laughs> he okay. omitted episode two on purpose. Episode one, The Rise of Skywalker. Sure. Episode two, Revenge of the Sith. Episode three, Attack of the Clones. Episode four, Return of the Jedi. Episode five, The Force Awakens. Episode 6, The Last Jedi. Episode 7, The Empire Strikes Back. Episode 8, A New Hope. And then episode 9, The Phantom Menace. I know I threw a lot at you, but what did you think about that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like people have done this before, but it wasn't on yeah. TikTok. I, everyone always was, this title makes more sense. First of all, I think... If you've watched the behind the scenes of The Mandalorian, Dave Filoni completely breaks down The Phantom Menace and why it's called... The, does he break down why it's called yeah. The Phantom Menace? You can understand why it's called The Phantom Menace. Uh, mm -hmm. There's clearly a reason for that. Attack of the Clones, I think, makes sense. Revenge of the Sith is a no-brainer. Uh, a New Hope clearly is Luke Skywalker's A New Hope to Anakin. Empire Strikes Back because they defeat the Empire in A New Hope, so the Empire strikes back and basically kicks their butts to that movie and wins. Return yeah. of the Jedi because of Jedi Return. Uh, what comes next? The Force, the Force Awakens. Where did he have the Force Awakens, or she had the Force Awakens? The Force Awakens is Episode Five, which is Empire. Uh, yeah, that doesn't work at all. Actually, you could probably argue a few of them, but that does not work for the Force Awakens and Empire Strikes Back. I guess like the Force Awakens is Empire Strikes Back in the sense. That he had nowhere that else to put it. Really trains to become a Jedi. No, that's bogus. The Force yeah. Awakens when he blew up the Death Star. If you're going to make any of the Force Awakens, that's not the Force Awakens. You got to make it a New Hope. Is the Force Awakens? Yeah, 
But the they Because the Jedi don't return the Force Awakens. I guess Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of returns, but he's still kind of like, eh. But the Force more awakens in Luke Skywalker in that one. So, that, which is exactly why the Force Awakens would be the Force Awakens because it's basically just a new hope. So basically, that's why that one would have to be called the Force Awakens, right? Yeah. I love. Yeah. I, yeah. I love them all. I don't care that it's similar. Um, yeah, it's like, and then you. Could, I could. I, this is maybe quibbling, but like, well, Episode Four, Return of the Jedi. Well, at that time, there was no other word for Sith, so. Technically, Vader could be considered a Jedi, and, and in that story, he didn't go anywhere. He was in charge. I don't know. But I don't like the Empire Strikes Back for Episode 7. Because there's no that, Empire. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know we find out that the Emperor did all Then that would like, be the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, no, I people always do these, and it's great. It's quick brain, and then they'll stop talking about yeah. it in a week. I just, I, <laughs> when you look at the titles, I think they... So, uh, you know, when the Phantom is here, like, ooh, what's that? Attack of the Clones, like, oh, really? Um, Force Awakens was kind of a meh, title. The Last Jedi. Where did they have The Last Jedi? Uh, episode 6, so Return of the Jedi. Uh, but then, like, maybe. that movie ends where, like, Leia, you find out Leia has the Force as well. You just don't, to, to what extent, we have no idea. I, w- I would argue... To, to quote you, I would argue that that the the rise of Skywalker and yeah. and Last Jedi are really the interchangeable titles of all nine movies. The last mm-hmm. two are the ones where you could flip flop those titles because I feel like in forty years we'll be talking be like, remember the Last Jedi, and you'll be like, is that the one with the Ray Skywalker? And I'll be like, no, that's him. <laughs> like those are the two where yeah. the Last Jedi could be Episode Nine and the Rise of Skywalker could be uh episode eight because skywalker rises in eight and ray is the last jedi at the end of of nine yeah so that you could argue i mean even in the last jedi luke skywalker says i will not be the last (laughs) so for me those are the only two titles that really are interchangeable in this whole whole thing uh attack Mm -hmm. of the clones for revenge of the sith kind of i guess um but revenge of the sith to me doesn't work for attack of the clones See, not, like, as I look at this, it's, like, it's hard to, like, criticize the prequel titles because they were talking about a story that we kind of had. Yeah. We knew what was going to happen, right? So, like, The Phantom Menace is a clever title because it's, like, this is the story of how mm-hmm. he became Darth Vader to the point that that poster where it's uh, so good. young I Anakin sure, yeah. and then the shadow is Vader behind him on the thing, like, that alone, I mean, you, whatever. Maybe it's not worth it, but it's like the Phantom Menace. It's like the the. It, I don't know if it works for the Emperor. He's he, he's not really a ghost. <laughs> he's just like a well, Phantom in the shadows in that respect. I guess. Or the Sith. Uh, the Sith too are Phantom. There's a lot of Phantoms going on. They're of the opera. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like stadium seating in Exegol, anyways. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. But yeah, I say I say no to this. Well, in all fairness, no one cares. To be fair. Because, <laughs> because the titles are the titles, and that's what they are. And your Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, laser disc, beta tape, 
on digital copies and on Disney Plus. By the way, question. Let's say um, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, whatever, whatever new Star Wars movie, let's say, um, didn't come out and they're doing what they did with Mulan with it. And they're like 30 bucks. You get it for 30 bucks and you get it forever as long as you're a subscriber to our streaming service. Would you buy the Star Wars movie? So say but, that again. Okay, let's say uh, Taika Waititi's movie comes out tomorrow, but it's okay. like COVID's happening, and you're like, "Oh, but I really wanted to watch the Mal Guerrera movie." <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. And you're like, "Oh," but then Disney's like, "Oh, guess what? You can buy it on Disney Plus for thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine, and you'll have it forever as long as you're as long as you're a subscriber to Disney Plus. Do you buy it or do you wait?" Is that how? That's how they're doing it with Mulan. Mulan. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I knew. I I read briefly that it was gonna come to Disney Plus in September. $30. I didn't know there's there an extra charge. Wow. That's. Well, I kind of. Yeah. Go ahead. Because, sorry, because they're they're releasing it with the movie theater, so it's basically instead of going to the theater, you're buying it on yeah. Disney Plus. So they want to do their money that way. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's like. If it was any other time, I'd be like, come on. That is just a money grab, but it makes sense. This is how they make their money back. And yeah. in all fairness, like, it, you know, I would almost want this to work so that we can get Tenet sooner. <laughs> I want to watch Tenet in a theater. Don't get me wrong. But I also want to see it. So it's like, I don't want to wait till 2021. <laughs> Here's the deal. Tenet's the same as as Mulan in this respect. The, oh, really? The, no, no, sorry. No, no, not that. In what I'm about to say. Oh. The budget for Mulan and mm. the budget for Tenet are around $200 million. Mm-hmm. They mm. need to make that money back. Yeah. So it has to be. And Tenet is 200 to $225 So this is the problem. This is what I was talking to Andrew Fantasia about before. He's like, they got to just bring them out. I'm like. They got to make their money back. So now they're going to do yeah. the theater yeah. where you they're hoping that you'll pay your 5, 10, yeah. 15, 25, whatever in the movie theater. But then they're saying, well, maybe families won't go and pay. To, you know, who wants to go? And you're not allowed to the theater, Brock. So you can't. Like, if you had kids, you, you wouldn't be going. <laughs> yeah. But if you had kids, you wouldn't be going to the theater with your kids. Like, there's people in that situation who are like, we're not going to the theater. Some yeah. might, but a lot won't. So now they could stay home. And it's $30 versus they're going to spend $100 because they're going to spend $50, $60, $70 on food while they're there, plus the movie tickets. Now they get it for $30. It sucks that it's on your TV screen, um, but that's an alternative at this time of our lives. It's actually kind of a deal if you're a family, right? Because there's no way for, let's say, if you had two kids and two parents, there's no way you're paying less than $30. Yeah, my like I said, my initial reaction is, oh, that's that's a scam. But then I, I like I totally that is a really great idea. But to go back to your original question, if Star Wars did this, absolutely, Mal Guerrera. It doesn't matter. It, honestly, if there is new Star Wars content and I have to pay for it, I'll probably pay for it. It'd be weird if I didn't. Mulan, I'm on the fence about because. I want to see it. I don't know why. No, I do too, but not for $30. Yeah, but also... mm -hmm, Go ahead. I was going to say, however, this past weekend, you know, I I got a projector and we watched it on the weekend. Yeah. And uh, my nieces 
uh, were over and my parents and my sister were over because we're in a bubble. And we, <laughs> we sat there and watched. So that's how many of that? One, two, four, seven. That's seven of us. Mm-hmm. And it took a while to, to settle on a movie and we picked a gem. And But uh, if, any, if everybody kind of said, let's watch Mulan, seven people for $30 – that's a deal. That's not bad. And we were outside, stadium seating on, you know, this my screen's not massive because it yeah. came with the projector. I didn't even, but it's, it was still bigger and we had like the, the speaker playing. And it was a fun, everyone enjoyed, like everyone stayed outside and watched this yeah. movie. It was a good time. So I think $30 and then you could put the mood right. You know, and if, if that happened again when Mulan comes out and everybody wants to watch Mulan, I would be like, yeah, 30 bucks. I guess it's worth it for the night. Yeah. That's because my other thing is like, that's a really good idea. And I want to support the movie industry, I suppose, because I, I like movies. So I'm I'm conflicted because it's like, I don't want to pay $30 for Mulan on a service I already pay for. And but, that's the thing. You know, it's going to come up on that service for everybody in a few months. Yeah, that's it. But that's they a, might hold off and wait maybe six months for Mulan. I think that would be a smart move. Yeah, I, I think you would, I don't make you would, uh, tick people off. Because I think, because, um, what was it? The Invisible Man was a $20 rental, and that Kevin Bacon horror movie was a $20 rental. And, and you know, and you rent King of Staten Island, $20 rental. I don't know if that one's for sale yet, but I know The Invisible Man, if you waited like yeah. a few weeks to a month, whatever, it wasn't a long period of time, it went for sale, and it went for sale for $15. But you could rent it for twenty and only have it for forty-eight hours the day before, and you wait like Man. a day and it's fifteen dollars and you own it forever. Dude, that's like oh, it's such a. <sighs> the problem is right. They need to keep it at the price it's at to make their money back. Yeah, but if it becomes popular, then they can lower their price if they know they're guaranteed this many sales of this you know digital ownership or rental or whatever you know what i mean well they could do a one why don't they do like a one day rental 10 bucks yeah yeah oh then i'm in you get it for 24 hours 10 bucks go for it yeah yeah and if you want it forever you want it forever 30 bucks yeah which is like the price of a dvd give or blu-ray exactly if you buy it immediately right yeah oh man that's that's a great idea like that is i am it's maybe I'm overly positive, but it's just like the way that a lot of people are finding ways to make life somewhat feel normal. Yeah. Like I, I love it. Like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, so oh, man, 30 bucks though. For one, you get it forever, but do I want to watch Mulan over and over? That's the problem. I bet like, from I mean, the early reviews when it, cause they had the, the premiere and everything it was i think yeah. they were positive like i think people thought yeah. it was a good movie but okay you you had um people over how many i can remember to watch hamilton how many people did you have to yeah. watch hamilton eight six six yeah okay. well let's say eight yeah <laughs> but let's okay they come over again and you're all like hanging out and everyone's like you know what i want to watch, I wanted to watch mulan i wanted to watch mulan if you're like, hey, everybody, yeah. give me five bucks. Well, let's watch Mulan. Are you doing? Are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. 
No. <laughs> no, but we, but if I everybody mean, came over, let's say, and everybody's talking, and yeah. somehow the I don't know why yeah. a bunch of thirty mid thirty year olds would just start talking about Mulan, and then everyone <laughs> everyone comes to the consensus that they want to watch it. Would would you then rent it in that situation? I think it would be it'd be a better deal if you're like, hey, I'm gonna buy Mulan. You want to come over? And they're like, cool, yeah. Just uh, can you bring dinner? <laughs> like the trade in is like, you bring the yeah. food, I'll bring the movie. You bring the uh, ten dollar poutine and popcorn. Yeah. But yeah, oh man, this is a great idea. I really because like I don't want to. Sorry to our American listeners, <laughs> but. We're not going to get these movies until America is semi-normal again and is able to release these movies, which is frustrating for Canadians. So I see this is about like Tenet for 30 bucks on, I don't know what yeah, Tenet. I would instantly like in, in. It's just like Mulan. It's like, I want to see it because it's on, I have Disney plus I would watch it that way, but you're right. I wouldn't watch it till it's free. But so, Mulan, See, that's the, the benefit of Mulan is it's got <sighs> Disney Plus because it's the Disney movie, whereas Tenet is Warner Brothers probably. Because I think that's where – is it Warner Brothers? Tenet budget $205 million is what it's saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What studio made it? Someone just tell me the studio. Uh, Sing is – what is it? So, yeah, studio yeah, but who's, who's – uh, But who's – um releasing it is what i mean they produce it warner brothers it is warner Brothers. so they got hbo max so you could theoretically throw this on uh, hbo max so crave in canada yeah if we're lucky um yeah uh yeah that's that's great that's such a oh. but yeah if there was taika watiti's movie came out tomorrow absolutely what Whatever, if they did like, that what if this works for Mulan? They're like, you know what? Screw it. We're doing this for... They said they weren't going to do live-action Star Wars movies, but now we're doing a live-action Star Wars movie. It's going to be released on Disney+, and it's $30 on Disney+, Plus right away. And, like, a live-action? Yeah. But theaters oh, yeah. are back in business, but it's not being in the theaters, only this way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the answer for Star Wars anything honestly is pretty much yeah how much <laughs> we make a podcast about star wars i know it's, it's like when you really think about it you know one of us is gonna buy it <laughs> do you know when i I pre-ordered the rise of skywalker way 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 i think like right after we saw it like i just pre-ordered because i was like well i want this and the thing i learned it from Ro- i think it was it was rogue one when i pre-ordered rogue one midnight it it's there you get the notification yeah. you now yeah. own this movie you're like oh so I pre-ordered Rise of Skywalker, and it was supposed to come out on the Tuesday, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. It's going to come in at midnight. It's COVID time. You know, I, I'll be working from home, so I could probably stay up until midnight and watch it. And I'll fast forward to the Ben Solo, Knights of Ren. I'll watch it. And it was like that yeah. Friday night. It dropped early, and I was doing. I was on my computer doing something. I was just like, I, walk away. I was like, Aaron, we're watching Rise of Skywalker. It just came right now. Settle in settle in and people on twitter and social media were like oh my god i just got it it came early and everybody was going nuts even though we had just seen the theater and we, it was it was coming like three or four days later and like it, <laughs> we didn't have that much more time but it dropped early and it was like clear my schedule i need to watch rise of skywalker every day <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah 
Star Wars. <laughs> oh man, I didn't. Yeah, that's wild. I had no clue. I didn't really read the article when I saw that Mulan was coming. I was like, oh great, right? So like, why would I even ex- need to know more? Like, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll see how I feel in terms of renting it to own it. I, I would. I don't need to own it on Disney. I don't need to own it on Disney Plus, is what I should say. I guess I, yeah. I don't need to own it on Disney Plus. Um. So I, I would rather like a one day rental option where with a smaller fee, maybe. Yeah. But they clearly don't want that because they want to make the movie. Theater. They, I think they've they've realized that they can't really recoup their budget, and so they're going to mm. try to get as much as they can, and I think that's what it is. They're going to have to try to just they twenty twenty is a wash, so you have to say, okay, this was a two hundred million dollar movie. They probably would have made whatever. Let's hope we can make one hundred and fifty of it back, or maybe even just the two hundred and whatever we did on marketing. We'll suck it up. It's not like it's Disney- interesting. Because, like, New Mutants is apparently going to come out soon. August? Are they doing the same thing? I got to Google this. Keep going. I, I'm not sure because I thought I heard that it might be on Disney+. Plus. Yes, I heard that too as well. Which is wild when you think about it. I heard that too as <laughs> well is kind of a... There's, uh, there is crazy stuff on Disney+. Plus, so uh, hopefully anyone with kids does have a, <laughs> a child protector th- i don't know what those things are called i don't have kids so i don't turn them on uh but yeah like i'm curious to see how well it does in downloads because i think it would be very very interesting if it actually made some good money because of like oh people watch anything now but like it's hard to ma- like i it would be better if you could only watch it if you bought it i don't know Did he find it? Uh, they have a release date, but I can't find it. Hmm. August twenty eighth is the release date, right? Um, and they and so as of August, I guess that uh, they had that the Disney had that shareholder call or whatever this week, a couple days ago, and I yeah. I guess they said that they're keeping the August twenty eighth date. I feel at this point, New Mutants is one that they're just going to bury. And so they'll release it there, but maybe they co-release it with with Disney Plus at some point. I don't know. Oh, final screen of the advert advertisement announces that the new mutants will be arriving on Disney Plus on September fourth, but that was in July, which isn't really that far away. <laughs> that was July twenty first, and that was forever ago. That was like last week. Jeez, this uh, movie, though, I feel bad. I actually feel bad for New Mutants. Yeah, like, I almost would rather rent, like, I'd rather pay money to watch it just to, like, I want it to be, I want it to be a financial success and, like, this topic, like, oh, man, imagine if it did really, really well. Like, oh, oh that'd be crazy. I'm curious to see what, I'm not huge into horror, but I do like these characters. I, I've read New Mutants, but, uh, <laughs> this should be interesting yeah i'd watch it but i don't uh, suspect anything but i'm looking for mandalorian is uh still re- is still coming out in uh, october october and no yeah. other new news for star wars you want to go over to uh the what, what is that uh 
pod yeah what was that podcast that was like oh we know when bad batch is coming or that bad batch is coming oh yeah out. the castle uh, castle run transmission castle run yeah they apparently threw out some kind of like they will they will have the trailer because of that call they had for the stockholders <laughs> and that i saw that in an article it was like two days old it's like it'll come out tomorrow i'm like well well, I think happen, so. no. Well, I think it, it's coming because it was gonna. It was clearly gonna play at celebration, so they they're yeah. probably working on that trailer regardless, and we will be getting it sooner than later. I do. I would say by the end of the month for sure. Probably right now while we're talking. But it's like those guys seem to be like, oh, we got one right, so we gotta keep saying stuff. We <laughs> should like, say something. Well, the Mall Guerrero movie is gonna be the Taika. We Taika White. <laughs> Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi movie. Should, that, should we name this like the Taika Waititi Star Wars movie title revealed? Do you want? Should we name the title of this? <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, four years not? clickbait the hell out of it. Clickbait, like we're not above it. <laughs> I, I, my only hope is that Taika Waititi watches it and he goes, "That's a great idea." Then that's what actually becomes a Star Wars movie. <laughs> my name is Maul Guerrero. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to us by our Patreons. Page, thank, thank you, you so for much. On Patreon. Check us out. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. And you can be one of the chosen few here. Chosen few. <laughs> they chose to be on it. These are our, <laughs> these are our Patreons, and we love them. But not Dan Nerds. Anyways, uh, Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Janet Rubio, Sooner Thrawn, Rural Farm Boy, Austin Scher, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Gleek Play One, Automated Joy, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane, Girls with Sabres, and Josh from the Den of Nerds. <laughs> yeah. Josh. Josh. Here we go. Our odds date are amazing. They are. They <laughs> actually are really cool. The first odd, the odds of Ray Skywalker becoming a legend <laughs> like Luke Skywalker. Uh, I would love that. Uh, I want to go 100%. I would love that to happen. I'm going to say 75%. I don't know. Like it's easy to just like drop her name in one, some future movie, or are we including TV shows on this as well? Sure. Just... Yeah. Just Star Wars in general. Uh, I think so. I think as one last like jab at the internet trolls that were like, she's important still. See, ha ha. I hope it's uh, like, and then, of course, the greatest Jedi of all, Rey, <laughs> who did away with the I, Sith for good. I, I had a huge argument with someone at work today because they were like, oh, I heard uh, Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy are at odds and they're ma they're arguing over if they should retcon the news. I'm like, no, they can't retcon the stuff they just made. They're moving on, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think they're move on, I think, is always a good idea. Yeah. George Lucas did it twice. <laughs> Yeah. Favreau technically has nothing to do with those movies, so why would he even get remotely into it? I know he just of, uh, he just kicks it. He's like, KK. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
your movies are garbage. These, all these movies need more Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Do you know what your problem is? Women. That's that's Favreau's. <laughs> <laughs> like, change this one, the last, the last Jedi to the last Mandalorian. Yeah, and Ray is now Roy Delorean. <laughs> Delorean. <laughs> oh, Back to the Future crossover. Oh. Perfection. I was at Walmart today. They sell. Uh, they had masks. They had a Jaws mask. No, oh, yeah. It said Jaws, and they had a Back to the yeah. Future mask that said Back to the Future. See, huge miss there. It shouldn't say Jaws. It should be the picture of right. Bruce Shark with the teeth. I hundred percent would have bought that for eight dollars. I did not buy it because cool. Um, <laughs> mostly, I just want my Gizmo Duck one, but that's just not going to happen apparently. <laughs> um. Anyway, no, Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy arguing. Give me a break. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they argue. Let's, sure. let's be real here. They argue. We all argue with uh, with with his creative, especially. I. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me about arguing. Yeah. Um, everyone argues. It happens. So congratulations. But I'm they. I'm guarantee you they have respect for each other. And if Kathleen Kennedy didn't have respect for John Favreau, he would be out of there. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, so the, the odds of Roy Skywalker becoming a legend like Luke. I said 75%. What did you Roy say? DeLorean. I'm going to go 80, 81.2965. Sure. Let's do it. Why not? I think she should come back in like a future movie or TV show, but have like the one like silver hair length, like Alexandra from Josie and the Pussycats. Just like it comes down and she's like, I'm Ray Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a part of me that wish she turned bad in the second one. Yeah. I mean, and that's not to discredit anything that happens in any of the movies. That's just me being selfish. Yeah. Um, all right, before we get to the next odd, we have a message from Andrew Fantasia, everyone's least favorite person. Boo. Okay, here's Andrew. So, how did I fall in love with Star Wars? That's a good question. Uh, all right, paint a picture of this. It's 1992, I think. I just turned five years old. Uh, and because it's my fifth birthday, my mother has taken me on a trip. Uh, and we're not the kind of family who goes on vacations very often. Uh, not at all. We just, we just don't do that. To give you an idea of how little we vacation, after this 1992 trip, I didn't go on another trip until 2010. So there you go. But it's 1992, I'm five, and my mom takes me to Walt Disney World in Florida. And back then, of course, Mickey Mouse didn't own Luke Skywalker. Nah, but I guess they were friends. You know, they were just kind of pals. So there were a couple Star Wars-y things going on in Disney World. And I was not aware of Star Wars at all. I was a Back to the Future kid. I was five years old and I knew all about DeLoreans and time travel, but nothing about lightsabers of the Force until... We were in line for something. I mean, that was, it's Disney World. You're in line all the time. And in order to make the line, you know, not boring, the Disney World people would set up little things that you could look at while you're winding your way through this gargantuan line. And one of those things was we were in this dark room and it was very big, at least to me, because I was five. Who knows? It could have been the size of a log cabin for all I know. But we're in this big room. It's dark. And we pass by a glass case 
big tall glass case. And inside this big tall glass case is Darth Vader. Uh, hopefully there wasn't a real human being in there because that would suck. But no, it was just, it was a Darth Vader costume and it was just standing there. And there was a little microphone in it, I guess, because we could hear him breathing. And I was looking at this thing like, whoa, this is horrifying. What's going on? I'm five years old. I'm shitting my pants. I don't know what's happening, but I'm frightened. And I see this guy and he's got this big mask on and all these tubes and he's breathing. And my first thought is, he's a scuba diver. You know? For all that scubaing that the Sith do in their spare time. My mother, of course, who is not an idiot, actually knew what it was. And she was like, do you know who that is? And I said, a scuba diver? She's like, no, you dumb child, that's Darth Vader. And she didn't elaborate because, you know, she's not a Star Wars fanatic. So she's not like, he's the Dark Lord of the Sith and blah, blah, blah. She's just like, that's Darth Vader. He's from Star Wars. I had no idea what she was talking about. I was just too enraptured with this gargantuan armored figure that was just the only thing separating me from him was this little pane of glass and I heard the breathing and I thought if he's breathing he's real there's a real guy in that armor and I asked my mother I said is that real is that is that a guy in there I can hear him she's like yeah it's real be careful he's gonna get you you know how parents are and I was so horrified, but for some reason I couldn't back away. All I was so fascinated, I had to get closer. I had to get closer to that pane of glass and look Darth Vader in the, not eyes, but eye things at least, and just see what the hell it was I was staring at. It, it just transfixed me. So the trip went on. We had our Disney World fun, and to be honest, I don't remember too much of it. Uh, it wasn't uh, as magical as the commercials might make you think. And then we went home, and life went on, and about... A year and a half to two years later, my mom comes home one day carrying something in a bag. And she says, hey, you remember that guy from Disney World? You remember the guy in the case, Darth Vader, the scuba diver man? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. He's a scary scuba diver. Yeah, that was that was some scary shit. I remember that. What? Why? Why is he here? Is he in the house? Should I run? And she pulls out of this bag three VHS tapes. The original trilogy and she says these are the movies that he's from and the rest as they say is the journal of the wills but anyway that is how i was introduced to and fell in love with star wars of course there's a whole other spiel of detail but maybe i'll put those in some memoirs one day uh, but the point is star wars rocks you rock and rebel scum podcast definitely rocks Happy fourth anniversary, RSPN. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this whirlwind adventure. Uh, I'm totally canon. There's nothing you can do about it. Happy anniversary. All the best. May the force be with you always. Cool story, Andrew. Four years of this. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the next odd should deal with that. The odds of Andrew ever becoming canon. Zero percent. <laughs> I was a little bit higher, and then he sent that video in, and now I'm going to go uh, 0.729. 0.729. A little bit higher than you still. There's like wow. gl- glimmer of hope, glimmer of hope. I think there's three patrons that really, really want it. <laughs> and that's about it. There. Andrew's mom. Yeah. <laughs>
Andrew, Tiago. Tiago, yeah. And uh, our final uh, the odds of another four years of Rebel Scum podcast. That's, uh, I'm going to go full Brock on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I have no reason to stop doing this. Uh, I would go 100% just as long as our lives don't get in the way. But you live in the woods, so what else do you have to do? I went for, I took my, I got home from work today and I took my dog for a walk. And usually we go for like between 2.5 to 3K, just a little walk up with nothing else. Today we did that and she wouldn't come home. So we ended up doing seven kilometers, which is like a mile. But like it was, it's pretty hilly here. So I was like, oh, my God, you're killing me. And she's like, I just need water. And I'll give her water. And she's like, let's keep going. And I was like, I think she wanted to fight some dogs. I'm going to go 65%. So don't – this is on you now because I've now committed. Oh, yeah. I, I changed you to 100%. <laughs> I went 101%. <laughs> One for every Dalmatian. Yeah. Ooh. I've never seen 102 Dalmatians, but Glenn Close was fantastic in the first live action 101 Dalmatians. They're making a new one with Emma. Emma Stone, but it's like Stone. She's like Cruella. Yeah, it's like the origin story. By the way, when I was yeah. a kid, we used to go to uh, um, um, my mother's uh, cousin's cottage in in uh, somewhere, and we would go there all the time. And there was like a lot of cousins. Like they were all like we were all around the same age. And we used to do yeah. the Bloody Mary where you go in the bathroom, you spin around three times and say Bloody Mary. You know, kind of like Candyman, but you say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. We used to do that. And I always picture Cruella DeVille as like, <laughs> as like this evil spirit witch that was going to behead me in the morning. She <laughs> never did. I was never afraid of her, though, because I felt like I could take her. Like, I just had to be like, here's a dog. We'll trade off. Here's a Dalmatian for you. <laughs> She'd leave me alone. So that's my true story about Cruella DeVille. Uh, so we are 100% going to be around for the next four years. So tell your friends and go on T Public. Rebel 4th. Rebel 4th. We'll do Rebel 8th in four years. Yeah. Uh, Hollow News? Hollow News. Hollow News. Hollow News. <laughs> Hollow news. No, I've, been, I've been meaning to go back in the archive and see where exactly that song comes about. Because I feel like I started singing it first and then you jumped on it. Uh, I know when well, we, when did we start Hollow News? Hollow News was like a month into this, I think. Yeah. It was yeah. later on. It was like uh, episode four or yeah. five, I think. Yeah. Do you have those old episodes? think so if you do uh <laughs> let's put them on and we'll hollow news anyway hollow news my mic is off uh where shall we start today uh really cool thing i found today otterbox is putting out a case for your alexa not in canada Damn, why do you always know all these stories? Now you say, Brock, what kind of case do you need for your Alexa when it sits on a table? It's a baby Yoda case for your Alexa. It makes the Alexa look like, or sorry, Echo Dot have ears. Uh, it is coming out August 20th, but as James has already said, it will not be available in Canada. It is made exclusively for Amazon at a $24.95 price point you can pre-order now but it will not be out to august 20th 
why why can't it be sold in canada but anyways it's really cool check it out it's a fun little addition doesn't really improve the sound or anything it's just like look my alexa has a case uh if you're looking for something cool to read the guidebook to batu or star wars galaxy's edge a traveler's guide to batu has been released in hardcover um it's 144 pages and written by elok throno or as his real name is cole horton they gave him a star wars name because it has to be as if this thing about to actually exists since it does exist at all both disneyland parks uh it has been released and has a couple tidbits in it a lot of information that you know about the park didn't know about the park and possible things that could come in the future and one thing that stood out for me was it mentions the new republic it says there will be a good long while until we get a new star wars movie the next big storyline is coming to us in books the high republic batu will play a role as the guidebook explains during the high republic the jedi established a small research station in the wilds of the planet so that's really really cool because if the books do really really well we are going to see more in the possible parks or maybe not i don't know it's a nice little addition it also mentions the halcyon uh in the chapter about getting to batu uh, and you're we're saying, what's the Halcyon? Well, that is this Galactic Scar Cruiser that will become the Star Wars hotel that they are currently working on in Florida. Um, where when you go to the hotel, it's legit feels like you're on a Star Star Cruiser. The windows show space, not the outside. Uh, it's, which will hopefully be built by 2021. So that's kind of cool. A little little background on that ship that will soon be a hotel. And our final story. Uh, I meant to bring this up on a past episode, but they, <laughs> the, I think the last issue of Darth Vader, number three, the Vader in, uh, oh, I forget which person he's walking around with that looks like Padme, one of her handmaidens. Uh, they're going, they're looking into a mystery of Padme, thinking that she might still be alive. They go to the summer house on naboo and you vader goes through a whole bunch of flashbacks remembering scenes from attack of the clones and it specifically goes out of his way to avoid the i hate sand moment that has become a quite a large meme <laughs> uh but star wars issue number five is out and and has a retort for that because in it, we see Luke Skywalker on a journey to find the mysterious figure and his lightsaber that he saw in visions about the Force. He ends up in Cerulea, where he chases a woman in a robe on a boat. However, the rough waters on Cerulea tips over his boat, and as he hangs onto R2, he eventually makes it to land where he tells his trusted droid, Whoa, good old sand. I ever tell you how much I love sand? So, ha 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 ha! Everybody loves sand. And this has been your Hollywood Hollywood. What's this thing called? Hall News. Da, da, da. Oh, okay. I'm listening to episode 13 of Star Wars Podcast, Halloween episode. This is the first one we put on YouTube. It's only um, it's only audio. Yeah, sweet. Oh, that's why I hear my voice. Yeah, I muted the mic when I realized you could hear. Because I heard. In other news of actors being ambiguous in interviews. I don't know if we did Hall News here. Daisy Ridley. 
Yeah, it's one that of sounds Oh, this is the news. Yeah. So hold on. Yeah. It's the last thing, but we're doing it first. Uh, which is cool. I mean, we all knew there was going to be something. I'm like, you know, they're saying that Phasma's going to be in it for sure. Hold on. I don't know where the beginning is. We're going to find this. Four years. Sit tight. I like that my voice is not everyone loves Star Wars, but like, I think <laughs> everyone as a whole, that people that care about film, understand what happens in Star Wars. They're like, this happens and this happens and this happens. And like, it, this is yeah. the effect it's had on the film world. So, even like, people was having a huge effect on the film world. Like, I don't even think the Avengers could do this. Ooh, Brock. What I guess Endgame wouldn't have been out at that point. Not even Infinity so War. This is 2016. Okay, I can't. I'll find it for next week. How about that? We'll we'll go through <laughs> the archives. This is going to take too long. We've got a thrilling top five for you. Top five. Top five. Top five Star Wars things that have happened since we started the podcast. <laughs> Not having with the podcast, but just Star Wars in general. Ron Ooh, Howard being announced to direct Solo. <laughs> Remember when we were we recorded the episode? It was our birthday, the night before our birthday. We recorded the episode. It was me, you, Andrew, and Rob. And the episode ends, and I go online immediately, and Lord and Miller have been fired. What? <laughs> And then you, uh, me, and Josh of the Den of Nerds, we did a video the next day. You were at the Skydome working, and we did a, a video talking about that. But my number five is Ron Howard being hired to direct Solo because that was cool, exciting news at the time. My number five was when you played an old episode of Rebel Scum Pod <laughs> 30 seconds ago. Um, yes, I it was a good more, one. My stuff more... Um, podcast related so i'm gonna switch it up a bit i'm gonna say number five for us was um going to celebration in orlando oh. fantastic it was so much fun i wish we could go in a month but that's not, not even a month a few weeks we'd be going yeah uh, we'd be i'd be leaving in like two weeks <laughs> yeah um damn. Uh, my number four is the rogue one trailer specifically the second one because we had the, the first trailer we weren't a podcast yet if you remember then the sizzle reel we just kind of started and we did a video of us reacting to it and that was the first video we put on youtube which was in september that year uh but the second trailer during the michael phelps swim if you remember me you and rob stayed and we reacted to that one as well and we did like a, an audio reaction to it on um i think the second episode of the podcast at the time yeah so that that is my number four uh my number four is <sighs> what was i gonna say originally my number four would be uh, our one. I don't know which one I want to choose, but one of the trivia. <laughs> the, trivia <laughs> the one where Even Rob beat Josh. Recorded, it didn't work. But it's yeah. like every time we did that, we're like, this could not. This, I mean, one time our record screwed up. But yeah. like every time we're like, who knows how this is going to go? And yeah. every time I was like, this is hilarious. Hilarious. The best though, for me, personal favorite was when Rob beat Josh, when he, yeah. 
gave that date of like the Disney acquisition, which I think now is more common knowledge than it was two years ago, three years ago when yeah, we did yeah, it. Like, because back then, like it was like every, we were all like, "What the hell would you pull that one out?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been some fun. We gotta do those again sometime. <laughs> and Andrew hasn't won once, not even <laughs> even the one that didn't record. Uh, my my number three was it was a really big announcement that it, again has gone nowhere because that's how announcement in Star Wars world goes. Uh, but this one excited me. Uh, we ha- we didn't know what this person was going to bring to Star Wars at the time, but we're all calling him the next George Lucas, and that is the announcement of the Ryan Johnson trilogy. That was just <laughs> it was like exciting at the time. Remember, we're like, oh, he's going to do it. He's not doing Episode Nine because he's going to do his own trilogy. <laughs> Five years later. He's making a Knives Out sequel before he even talks about Star Wars again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My number three, I'm going to switch it up and put some movie stuff in. Talking about how you just mentioned, like, Ryan Johnson, who's going to change the Star Wars universe forever. Number three for me is going to be, like, anything Dave Filoni's done in the last four years. Yeah. Like, uh, Rebels kind of existed all throughout this i believe um i want to say rebels was a year old right I, so it's I can been it like, and i would argue like second season on it kind of picks up uh but the, the series is all good we got we got returned to like uh clone wars and then everything he's done on mandalorian and really like the the gallery colon the mandalorian like I if you watch that you gotta watch it just for Dave Filoni and you're like oh he's he is the new George Lucas forget everybody else <laughs> even if he never makes another film or cartoon which he's gonna do anyways we know that but like like watching that documentary you're like wow do you know what uh, for me what I find the difference between him and like Ryan Johnson what I just mentioned a whole lot of other people J.J. Abrams and whatnot that separates them as the next Lucas from Filoni is it's effortless with Filoni. Yeah. Not to say there's no effort. There's clearly a ton of effort, oh, sure. but he comes across effortless. Like you watch that behind the scenes of the Mandalorian. And when he goes into that Qui-Gon rant, he's not thinking. Yeah. He never, he never thinks about what he's saying. He's just saying what he's saying. And that I think is one of the biggest differences with everybody else that has made Star Wars. You feel them thinking about Star Wars. Filoni is effortless. I think that documentary does a lot for uh, Star Wars in general. Yeah. I think it's something they should have put out years ago. Plus, we got to learn about the volume, which is like, I'd argue, is like one of the biggest things that happened to Star Wars in the last five to ten years. So, that's Shockingly, awful. that's number two on my list. Volume. The volume. and volume. The volume is number two on my list. It's James. Amazing. Uh, James. James. It's incredible. It's the most fascinating Jake. thing I've seen since I thought like I honestly thought in the last Jedi like Snoke Snoke's throne room when when um Ryan Johnson had his iPad and he's like I could see the set behind him. I was like that's the coolest thing ever. Then they're like here's yeah. the volume. I was like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's you 10 upped what what they did in the last Jedi. Like which is I would still die to see that like but <sighs> volume. That's my yeah. number 2 is the volume. Like it's gonna change a lot of things. I I wish there wasn't a epi- epidemic pandemic happening for other reasons as well. But like, 
the pandemic is slowing down more yeah. stuff being shot. <laughs> so, uh, my number two is the Patreons. I love that people think what we do is interesting. How is that possible, James? Like, my parents don't even listen. Oh, that's not true. My mom occasionally chimes it or look, watches these episodes. Really? My mom she... wouldn't even know where to look. And my mom is very tech savvy. She just ignores. It. She does. My mom, I will say this. My parents have bought shirts and they do wear those shirts often. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my mom, I only know she watches because she's like, are you not doing the podcast anymore? I watched an episode in uh. you. I'm like, oh, there's other shows on our channel. You got to keep it going. We're competing with Disney Plus and Netflix and Spotify yeah. and Stitcher and SoundCloud. We got we got to keep going. We got to we got to up the game. We're gonna have more stuff. I think Andrew's sending more of those Legends of the Summer, and you and I we will be doing a Patreon exclusive show. Yeah, where we just call each other and we talk about what food we're eating. So thank you to our Patreons. Yeah, you guys are that. Awesome that are here now that were here like when it first started the people have come and go it's fine it, and just the fans in general like i can't believe people want to listen to this uh i know we bring excitement to a lot of people for doing this so thank you so much we're like the partridge family <laughs> but not danny bonaducci especially uh, not me um i my number one is uh, John Favreau making The Mandalorian. <laughs> you're gonna be mad because it's all all my stuff is about the podcast. Now I know you're just making me look like a jerk. Like I don't care about the. Yeah, why you're mad? You just <laughs> screamed at me. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, John Favreau, like kudos, like, like, just Baby Yoda alone. Even though he's basically, I would argue, the driving force that creates the volume but uh it's like that that story he put together is fantastic and only in a half hour that's the brilliance of it yeah nobody yeah. Re- like yeah. i what do i always say nothing needs to be that long you could tell whatever you want in a short amount of time everyone's like, no it has to be seven hours Mm-mm-mm. 20 minutes 30 minutes bam get to the point get out of there we don't need all the mushy crap yeah my number one favorite thing in the last four years i've said it before every time we have an an anniversary or whatever i love that i can do this with my best friend james on a weekly to bi-weekly to (laughs) tri-weekly we didn't even do it last summer (laughs) that's true there were personal Uh, reasons though uh so i this is wonderful he's moved away and i haven't seen him in person in year probably a year now <laughs> yeah it's probably a year uh but we it, it feels like you're here all the time oh, no, clearly saw each other for star wars at christmas oh yeah yeah, yeah. there was a movie <laughs> i can't keep this up that's right but yeah, uh, it's fun hanging out with you virtually which is yeah. really all we would be doing now anyway so nothing it's amazing <laughs> how prepared for the pandemic we were with <laughs> i know i like everyone's like we have to figure out how to do things online. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, type <laughs> it. Webcams and all the, the microphones. Like, oh, what? I got one. Do you need Yeah, it? Aaron was like, James, I need your podcast and stuff. I'm like, see, told you. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Brock, uh, I, I, I do like hanging out with you at least once a week. But August <laughs> is uh, Poe Dameron. 
on the calendar. This podium, it says, (laughs) it's very creative. It says rebel, rebel, rebel. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually what it says. Rebel, 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 and then Poe beside him. Um, Because the calendar makers are like, what is his character exactly? (laughs) I guess they could have put spice, spice, spice. Spice, spice, spice. Spice oh, it, I would I would say kudos to the calendar maker if it was like Poe Dameron, Runner of Spice, Spice Runner Runners, or whatever Finn says. That would be excellent. Oh, yes. Oh, Poe Dameron, Spice Runner, Runner of Spice. <laughs> I don't care. It says I love the rapport between the three of those throughout the entire yeah. movie. It is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I have no... I love that movie, too. I don't really care. Been catching up on Mario Odyssey, Brock. Because I nice. lost all my save data, so I was like, I was sick of the sand planet. I'm like, I'm sick of this planet, so I did it. I got the moons to leave it. Then I was like, do you want to go to the wood planet or the water planet? And I was like, I don't really like the wood planet, so I did the water planet. And now I have to go to the wood planet. I've, have you gotten to New Donk City yet? I've gone through a map, and I was on a rooftop, but I couldn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, you, you that's like... Yeah, early on, but then you get you you gotta get to new. Yeah, I want. I so when I first got, I didn't play it that often. Um, yeah, because well, then you know, I didn't really have time, and and it takes a lot. So I mostly just played like Sonic Team Racing, and mm. and the because uh, it was it's fun. It's not as good. It's I have Mario Kart. It's B level Mario Kart, but you pay. Yeah. It's thirty dollar version of like it's it, you get what you pay for. But I mostly play like Doctor Mario and Mario World and Yoshi Story and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, so I'm playing that game. I'm I'm I'm, I'm digging it again, which is nice because it wasn't cheap. But that's <laughs> and I, I I did vow. I think this weekend I'm going to bring my TV outside in a shaded area, and I'm going to play um, Jedi Order Fallen, the Falling Orders. I'm going to play it. I'm I'm making it a a new New Year because it's basically because now the pandemic where we are is slowly moving on right we're in like this new world now this new era so it's the new year this is the new year so my new pandemic resolution is to beat jedi orders of fallenness oh sick yeah i think you'll love it uh i just don't want to like watch cutscenes. this is my problem (laughs) even with mario (laughs) odyssey when you fly to them and there's a cutscene, i literally put my switch down and walk away and come back and i hit skip but that's the thing, man. The cutscenes are why. I mean, I think it's an enjoyable Star Wars game, but like the storyline, you're like, mm. yeah. But I watch the movies for that stuff. I'm when I play video games, I want to get from this side of the screen to this side, and I'm hoping there's a princess over here that I can rescue. Yeah, I get you. I would say then at least watch the cutscenes on YouTube because I probably oh, put I'm them gonna. You know, I'm gonna watch them. I don't think you have a choice the first time. Although I have in the past cut, like I have skipped cutscenes in the past of games and not known what I was doing. Yeah, I just don't want to watch. Like, I don't. It's just not my thing. I'm a 30 minute game. I was actually talking to a friend of mine whose kids, you know, they play a video game and then they put it down and they forget about it. And we're talking about how it's partially because video games are too long now. Like when we were kids, a video game you could be. We never did, but you could beat them in a day, like in a few hours, right? You would play. You would play the game that day to beat it that day, like you had that goal. You never would, but you knew you could, and there was no saving or anything. Now it's like, 
No, I'll play it today, but I'm not going to beat it for another 17 hours. Well, yeah, I agree with you. There is that, is, especially like the main ones are like $80, but there are some, you, you should check, you should no, I, peruse I, the store. Oh, There's I a bought one. You played four hours, right? Yeah, I bought a game I got to send to you because it was 96 cents on sale from 30 bucks. Yeah. What, what was it called? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I, <laughs> I put it on, but like it was, I needed to update and it took too long. So I never played. <laughs> I'm like, Aaron, I'm buying this game. It's 96. It came to like a dollar two after tax. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when I started feeling a little, I was like, oh, I got ripped off. But uh, 96 cents. So I did it for sure. No, I am going to check those out, obviously. I do like yeah. those. But I like the new games. Don't get me wrong. It's just when they start to take too long, I start to lose yeah. interest in them when I know I'm not getting anywhere. And when they really start to frustrate me, that's when I like the Battlefront 2. Uh, story mode. I love that length. Yeah, hmm. it was like what an hour, <laughs> two hours. It was a few hours. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's a little bit more. I think. Yeah, you're right because it's like you could probably shoot through Fallen Order in a day or two. The problem is, unlike Battlefront, it's like you finish the mission and then you go to the next thing. But in Fallen Order. You could meet. You could just be like wandering around an area for however long because I don't do that. There's so many things to do. Like I wouldn't see you collecting all the things that are in it. I wouldn't do that anyway. But like, there are some points where you might go the wrong direction and then get kind of screwed over time wise. But like, I think you could hypothetically do the storyline in a weekend. That'll be my. Well, I don't know if I could. I'm not very good at video games, but I will try because again. I do. I'm a minimalist, bro. <laughs> like Mario Odyssey, how many how many moons do I need to fly away? Eight. Let's get them, and I get them as fast as I can. And I get out of there. Eight. A lot of games, uh, the the easy mode, isn't considered easy anymore. It's yeah. well, it's easy, but it's like this is. It says like this is for players that want to follow the story yeah. rather than have a challenge. So I think rises uh, yeah i picked the wrong one the first time and the and the scout trooper <laughs> was like killing me like and i couldn't beat this i couldn't beat the scout trooper on like the second level so then i went back and i put it on for Aaron. i said you should play the easier one and i saw it was and she she she's better at video games than i am but she did yeah. very well and i was like i've got to play that level and i don't know if i've ever gone back to it because i learned like spider-man was fun but it's like i'm swinging around new york and at one point i was like i get it just where the yeah. hell where the hell is the bad guy like show like when is octavius becoming dog like this is what i was i was just like i know it's coming just make him just give me a goal i need a goal that's my i need a goal when i'm playing a video right. game i'm not the grand theft auto generation where we just walk around and do things yeah i don't do i need a goal you give me the goal i will play to that um, so when it's just wandering around i just lose interest and i'd rather watch uh dark crystal it's kind of, you know what, thinking about it, like Fallen Order is very similar to Mario Odyssey in how it works. Not so much the storyline, but like... <laughs> it's the same story. <laughs> really, like... Uh, but like, in how it works. In how it's like, the layout is kind of like an open sandbox, but like, not really. You're kind of like, well, you're going to go here, and then here, and then here. And then it's like, they distract you with things throughout like if you go over there you get that hidden thing or if you go back this way this unlocks that whatever like but so it's i think it's like odyssey but a little bit comp more complicated but not by much right so 
interesting. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I think it's worth it for the, some of the characters. Like, yeah, I, I haven't like, read any spoilers, but I do. I have heard that there's some great characters. Yeah, like the Calcasus's master is really cool, and then like the, uh, I think her name is Cal. No, that's Calcasus. Uh, Mal Guerrero. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it was Mal, uh, but it's the one that's like the last uh, dark sister. Dark sister? Death sister? What was uh, second sister? No, no, though that that part's cool too. Like the 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 inquisitors um but, i have that uh, black series yeah but like uh what's uh asaz ventures what was what was the group that he was from it's in clone wars it's like i don't know night sisters that's what it was night night sisters. Sisters. everyone listening is like night sisters you fool four uh, years but like i brought that up like her character is interesting and I'm like oh maybe they could do something with that yeah. in future movies but anyways yeah do it man i think you'll like it it's cool i'm gonna do it i, I mean i paid 80 dollars for it and i could have waited and got it for <laughs> 39 but no i need to get it right away i was like i'm gonna do this you know what yeah it's, it's weird though because the, the the one of the the three star wars games we've gotten that i've been most obsessed with was the one that everybody hated <laughs> the first the first battlefront i was obsessed with <laughs> but there was that uh survival mode that aaron and i yeah. could play together and we played it long enough where like um we both can continue to enjoy it you know like and then it got to the point where we were kind of tired of it so we stopped but i remember when i got it somebody was like well i heard you can only play that for 50 it's only like a 15 hour gameplay and i was like what the hell like 15 hours that's that's enough time for me i I played it for more than that obviously but I'm mm-hmm. like 15 hours is a long time to play a video game as far as like in my opinion which doesn't mean anything but yeah anyway you want to wrap this up let's do it 180 episodes One. of this rambling that we do you can watch us on wi-fi <laughs> is that is that a sticker that your mo- dad bought it from italy Oh right. Because this doesn't say it costs. Oh, he took out the price like it's in euro. He took out the price. <laughs> something sense. He got this because it's not Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I also got the entrance one. Right, we are on Wi-Fi. Uh, so everyone, thank you so much for all of your support over the past uh, four years. It has been great. It's great talking to Brock weekly, bi-weekly, semi-weekly. Uh, about Star Wars. Um, any last words? Uh, stay safe. Stay alert. Uh, vote Democrat. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> I hope you all vote. Do uh, Do you ever wonder if we have Canadian watchers? Because I feel like most of our at least our patrons who we hear from the most they all seem to be in the state. Yeah, there's uh, pa- Pauline is in Brampton. Oh, okay, cool. There are some Canadians, but not but mostly <laughs> Americans and British. <laughs> yeah, they're not as vocal. Which is, which rings true to our personalities in general. <laughs> it's, it's, not lie, it's not a lie. Uh, Alright, anyway, uh, Brock uh, said that because he was always scum. Oh, rebel scum.
Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.